Welcome to this week's virtual drasha. This week we had the incredible privilege to read Parsha's Kiseitse. And the Parsha opens up with the fascinating halachos concerning the Eishas Yifas Tawar, the war bride. The Torah says, Kiseitse lemilchama alaybecha, when you go out to war against your enemy, unisano Hashem alokecha biyadecha, and Hashem will deliver your enemy into your hands, v'shavisa shivyo, and you will take a captive. And the Torah then goes on to relate the interesting, really fascinating halachos concerning the ability, the license, and the framework in which the Jewish soldier is able to take a bride from the conquered foreign army. But the truth is the Sfarim in Hasidic literature explain that whenever you see the concept of war mentioned in the Torah, when you go out to war against your enemy, it is often a metaphorical allusion to the war against the Sahara as well. Because, dear friends, the greatest war we wage is not a war against an external enemy. The greatest war that each of us wage each and every day is an internal battle. A war against the Sahara, a war against the desires, the wants, the lusts, the proclivities that seek to derail us from the path of dynamic life accomplishment. And therefore, again, the Sermon Hasidic literature writes that whenever you see a discussion about war, even though, again, the Pasuk is talking about an external enemy, the lessons of the Pasuk could be applied to the war in which each of us wage against our internal enemies. The lessons could be applied to the wars that we wage against I should say, waging war against our demons, against our difficulties, against our challenges. And so in that thing, let's take a look at the Pasuk. So Rashi says something amazing. Rashi says, when you go out to war, Rashi explains, The Torah is talking about an optional war. Now, a word about this. In Jewish army, wages two types of wars. There's what's called the Melchemes Mitzvah and the Melchemes Rishos. A good example of a Melchemes Mitzvah, an obligatory war, is when Yeshua leads Klal Yisrael, the Jewish people, into Eretz Yisrael. There was an obligation to conquer the seven indigenous nations. That was a Melchemes Mitzvah, an obligatory war. Then there's something called the Melchemes Rishos, an optional war. What's an optional war? So David HaMelech, King David, for example, waged many optional wars. What were they done for? To expand the territorial borders of Eretz Yisrael. It wasn't a mitzvah to do so. There was no obligation from God, from the prophet, from the Sanhedrin to do so. David HaMelech chose as the king. He has the right to go to battle to expand the territorial borders. That's called the Melchemes Roshos. Rashi points out something very interesting, a technical detail. The Pasuk over here, when speaking about the war bride, is talking about a Melchemes Roshos, an optional war. Why? Because generally in an obligatory war, there's an obligation to obliterate the enemy. The idea that captives are being taken indicates to us that this is an optional war that the Torah is discussing. And the Lubavitcher Rebbe, says, so what does this mean for us? If we go with the idea that whenever the Torah speaks about going out to battle, even though the Pasuk itself is speaking about war against an external enemy, the lessons could be applied for how we wage successful battle against our internal enemies. So Rashi says, it's a Melchemes Roshos, it's an optional battle. It's an optional battle. And the Rebbe says something so beautiful. He says, you know, when we look at the path to growth, so often we follow David HaMelech's model. What's David HaMelech's model? Sur meirah Avoid the negative, veer away from negative, and do good. And generally, the way we understand that to mean is as follows. That in order to really grow, and in order to really self-actualize, what I first have to do is identify the things inside of me that are holding me back, the things inside of me that are broken, 
the things inside of me that just keep me tethered to a present mediocrity. And only once I take care of those things, that's the sur meirah, only once I remove the negative, then I could build myself up with positive dynamic momentum, asetov. Because without taking care of the negative, without taking care of the things that are holding me back, it's almost like what Chazal called tovel v'sheretz v'yado, a famous expression. person is ritually impure, I go to the mikvah. Go to the mikvah up and down, up and only one problem. Again, it's not a pretty sight, but I'm holding a sheretz. Imagine I'm holding a dead rodent in my hand. Well, a dead rodent conveys tumah, conveys ritual impurity. So here I am going up in the mikvah, up, down, up, down, up, down a million times. Am I tummy or am I tar? I'm tummy. And why am I tummy? Well, I'm in the mikvah because I'm holding on to the source of impurity. I'm not letting it go. So generally, we assume that the pathway to growth is you have to let go of the sharats. You have to let go of the tumah. You have to let go of the negative. You have to remove the negative components of life, the negative components of my persona, sinful behavior, negative behavior. I have to stop all that, get rid of that, deal with my baggage, and then asetov then the positive dynamic activity can be impactful, it can help me build myself. But says the Rebbe something amazing. Sometimes in life, I'm not ready to deal with my baggage. Sometimes in life, I am not ready to confront my demons. I'm not. And this could happen for a variety of reasons. Maybe I'm not strong enough. Maybe the things that haunt me and hold me back are so overwhelming and so painful and so difficult I, I don't, I can't, I can't open that door yet. I know that I have to. I know that one day I'm going to have to address the things that are broken inside of me and try to figure out how do they break, why did they break, when did they break, and then I'm going to have to figure out how to fix it or, or rid myself of it. I know I'm going to have to do it. I can't do it now. I, I can't do it. It's just too painful. It's too overwhelming. I can't do it. Says the Rebbe, don't worry. Comes along Rashi, and what does Rashi tell us? B'milchames rishos hakosov medaber. Ki seitzei l'milchama aleivecha. It is true. The optimal model, the optimal model of life is go out to war against your Yetzirah. Do battle with your demons. Confront, own, fix, divest yourself of all of the things that are holding you back. But sometimes it's too painful. Sometimes it's too difficult. Sometimes it's too overwhelming. Rashi says, don't worry. Not everyone is ready to wage that battle. And therefore, it's not obligatory. You're going to have to do it at some point in time. But it doesn't have to be obligatory right now. But if I'm not going to wage the battle with the negative, if I'm not going to wage the battle and confront my demons, then how do I move myself forward? And it's here that the Rebbe says something amazing. If you can't, get rid of the sharats. If you can't fulfill sur meirah, if you can't confront your demons and divest yourself of the negativity, overwhelm yourself and your life with positivity. Sometimes if I can't deal with the broken, keep building. Says the Rebbe, sometimes I just have to do good and do more good and more good and more good and more good. Build myself up, build my self-confidence, build my self-worth, build my self-esteem, see that I matter, see that I make a difference, I matter to other people, I can impact myself, other people, my community. Build yourself up by doing good, learn more Torah, dive with more Kavana, give more Tzedakah, do more Chesed, 
be a kind of person, give do all the positive things. Overwhelm your life with positivity. And says the Rebbe, if you do that, you'll move your personalistic agenda forward. Now to be clear, does there come a certain point in time where in order to really fully self-actualize, you have to confront that which is broken inside of you? You have to deal with your demons? Absolutely. We all have to. We all have to. But some of us are ready to do it now. Some of us are not ready to do it now. Therefore, Rashi says, If you're ready to grow, if you're ready to self-actualize, Torah is recognizing that some of us are ready to do battle and some of us aren't ready to do battle. If you're ready to do battle, fantastic. Go for it. Go for it. Identify what's broken. Identify what's misfiring. Identify all the things that have just gone off the rails. Own it. Acknowledge it. Fix it. Get rid of it. Whatever you have to do, great. But if you're not, don't be despondent. There's another path also. And that's the path of overwhelming yourself and your life with dynamic positivity. Grab up as much good as you can. Do as much good as you can. Engage in positive, beautiful, spiritual behavior. And through that, you'll lift yourself up and give yourself the confidence to engage in the battles that we know need to be waged. Torah Kedosha gives us such a beautiful life lesson. Kiseit doesn't just teach us how to do war with the external enemy. But in, in truth, it teaches us how to wage even the more important battle, the battle with the internal enemy. If we're ready to go to war, Hatzlacha Rabba. If we're not, overwhelm with positivity. But know that at some point in some time, the battle has to be waged. Maybe to find the courage to go out to war, to overwhelm with positivity, and have the source to fully self-actualize. Wishing everyone a good Erev Shabbos and a beautiful Shabbos Kodesh.